Welcome to episode 13 of Founders Gyan. Thanks for tuning in. This week's guest on the show is Mr. Tom Jose, one of the founders and chief marketing officer of Talview. That is T A L V I E W dot com. Talview is a company that has pioneered online video interviews for corporates and is one of the leaders in the segment. I'm so excited and pleased to bring Tom's insights and wisdom to all our listeners. Also we recently concluded the AGC 2015 contest and are glad to announce that the winner is Mr Rohit Nayak who runs I like girl birth congratulations Rohit you win a free pass worth rupees 5499 to the AGC 2015 event in Delhi you can read more about the contest and how Rohit won if you visit www.founderscan.com/agc that is A for apple G for god and C for cat Now it's time to move on to the show. What did the man say? Give me a lever long enough and I'll move the world. Well, that's exactly what we're doing here. This is divine inspiration, folks. Tom, welcome to the show. A uh, quick uh, brief on Tom. He's the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Talview. a company that aims to change the way companies interview potential employees via video an engineer by education tom has held various consulting roles and also forayed into the startup world way back in 2008 when he set up green apple international an apparel design and sourcing firm uh, it's a great honor to meet somebody like you and thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge wisdom and time with our listeners thank you tom for agreeing to be on the show yeah it's great ram look forward to it okay Tom, can you fill in the blanks from the intro about your journey before Talview? Okay, so uh, you know, after completing my engineering, I kind of worked with uh, L&T Infotech into the SAP Consulting Division mm-hmm. uh, for for uh, I think one and a half year, and then I realized I want to do something else, like uh, probably start up my own business, mm-hmm. and that's when I went and did my MBA from NMIMS. Okay, uh, it, it was a two-year course, and post that I kind of realized that you know a little more knowledge will kind of help. Mm-hmm. and then i joined management consulting firm uh, kpmg okay worked on couple of uh, international projects okay and then i thought you know it's probably the right time to kind of uh, jump into it and uh, that's when i decided that we will kind of start off with a firm okay. and then i teamed up with my friends sanjo okay. mani jobin and all of them okay and then it took off okay so what exactly is talview and how did you come up with this idea and also isn't Skype video calling an alternative to what you're doing. So I'll probably answer it in parts. Yeah, sure. So um, see, when we started off, we were called Interview Master. Okay. And uh, so Sanjay had passed out from IIT Bombay MBA. I had passed out from NMIMS, and we all saw a lot of hype around uh, the MBA placements. Mm-hmm. So Sanjay was already doing something in IIT Bombay where he was recording the videos and showing it to the alumni and seeing a feedback. Mm-hmm. and then uh, we kind of decided you know if uh, we can have an online platform where you can record those videos mm-hmm. and kind of share it with alumni and professors to give a feedback on the student mm-hmm. it will be great for an uh, interview coaching mm-hmm. so we started with this uh, for colleges okay. but we failed very badly there okay. because professors loved the product um, they tried to implement it but uh, um when it came to evaluating the candidates professors were not comfortable okay in the sense they didn't want to take that extra effort and stuff like that okay 
so we were sitting on a lot of uh, checks of purchase orders and stuff but um, couldn't really execute it well because one of the stakeholders was not kind of a game for it okay so that's when we pivoted and we went after corporates okay so one of the hrs actually told us you know we, i can use it for my screening mm-hmm. uh, I, all i need to know is you know whether the candidate is good or bad and then decide right so how we different from skype is in skype you have to be there on the other side right in uh, talview the system will do the interview for you okay system will ask the questions okay get the video recordings okay and whenever the evaluator or the hiring manager has time can kind of see the video responses over a mobile uh, and then decide whether the candidate is good enough okay okay and uh, how effective is this so let's say i give an interview via talview mm-hmm. and the hiring manager looks at it and then is it like the first round sec- I mean, it's like the screening round it's like the screening so round. i'll tell you the problem that happens in the industry is everyone copies the keywords in the job description mm-hmm. and puts in the resume right and uh, hr when you look at the resume everything looks good right but when you call that candidate in a face to face round or for a telephonic round right you may you will realize it's not that fit right they've already wasted 20 25 minutes right uh, chasing that candidate and 20 25 minutes connecting them to you right and in telephonic round also there are a lot of fraud cases that happen in india right so to avoid all that mm-hmm. you kind of use talview for screening where mm-hmm. you ask specific set of questions the mm-hmm. same candidate has to come online in the video answer those questions mm-hmm. you can go to any question of your choice mm-hmm. and then decide whether the candidate is good enough his answers are according to your expectation and meet only the best ones okay okay that's that's brilliant now for our budding founders listening out there can you tell us some tips on how to come up with a winning idea So see uh, one of the things that I kind of always discuss with uh, budding entrepreneurs is solve an idea which is actually a problem for you also mm-hmm. so that you are passionate about it mm-hmm. you know in and out about it mm-hmm. and when you talk to a lot of people and explain the idea they mm-hmm. can also relate to it mm-hmm. so um, try and work on that idea rather than you know trying to um, come up with something really out of the world which is not practical when it comes to implementation and things like that mm-hmm. so find out a problem that you face in your life or your family members face in your life and try to solve it and i'm pretty sure you will come out with a winning idea okay so that's all good in theory i would say but let's say i have a problem that i need to solve mm-hmm. and then what 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 do i need to do in order to make it into a reality you know not everybody is an entrepreneur so for budding founders out there can you tell us what what's the next step okay there's a problem there's maybe a market for it got it so um, see one of the things that i advise is there is this professor called as steve blank mm-hmm. okay he's from um, i think he's from stanford university mm-hmm. but he has something called as uh, this uh, uh, you know business canvas so that business canvas it kind of tells you to kind of write down the problem that you solve what are the resources you require and it makes you think from all angles a 360 degree view mm-hmm. of what you're trying to do mm-hmm. and i would suggest you kind of download that business canvas try filling that up then you have more and more clarity that's mm-hmm. one of the first steps that i would say mm-hmm. second thing is jump into the problem try and come out with a minimum viable product talk mm-hmm. to a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, they'll probably point out a glaring gap in your idea mm-hmm. or probably an idea which is already been implemented which you don't know about right so talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. and then if uh, it is positive mm-hmm. come out with a minimum viable product execute it see mm-hmm. whether it really can scale up and then take a plunge mm-hmm. so if you look at uh, things uh, that are in the market the 
various startups that are that are doing really well it's maybe not really a a new problem right sometimes it could be an existing problem but solved in a much more efficient way yeah you are absolutely right so it need not be a new problem right it could be something that is already happening but uh, you kind of go a step ahead mm-hmm. and kind of uh, you know ensure that it's much better executed mm-hmm. and uh, better option is given to the user the end user so so that may not really resonate with your uh, your tip on trying to solve the problem that you face because the problem is already solved right no so i'll tell you uh, the example that comes to my mind is when zomato started off right right you had the menu cards right you had the printouts of the menu cards you had couple of menu cards in your office right you would refer to that and order right but the problem is you don't have that options right you wanted 10 20 restaurants around you you have probably two or three that your uh, receptionist has kept with her right so they went ahead scanned the whole thing right. ordered online right. scaled up right so uh although there was a solution existing back then your hard copies of menu card they went ahead uh, scale it up mm-hmm. got much more you know mm-hmm. because they actually faced a problem right so from that terms you know whatever you face currently so today when i look at it um, you know a company like food panda tiny all right they getting a delivery problem solved so right. you have always had a restaurant you had some kind of a delivery happening right but right. they are kind of making it more professional and uh, right. the right. business is around that. right so the, the tip that i can glean from this is there might be a solution for a problem that you're facing but maybe you're not too happy with the solution currently exactly, in, in exactly. the market yeah, yeah you're kind of got it right you yes. know okay cool okay uh, let's move a bit to a bit of a personal question now we all hear about founders sacrificing family time to make their ventures a success i i know you just before the interview you were also telling me that your uh, wife is in uh, bombay and you mm-hmm. keep traveling right now we are in bangalore mm-hmm. so how do you manage to uh, balance business and family see um, in the most uh, difficult part will be kind of when you start off mm-hmm. so that's when you know you will have uh, fund crisis and stuff like that and you really don't know where you're headed and stuff so if i look at it from that perspective the problems that i face currently is not exactly a problem okay so uh, it's only when you kind of start off you're going to face a lot of issues uh, there'll be especially in indian community there'll be a lot of naysayers your cousins your uncles aunties right. will come and tell you what stupid thing are you doing right and if you try to explain them you know uh, they'll probably find out glaring gaps right so Uh, at that stage you'll face a lot of problems mm-hmm. uh, with respect to the emotional aspect to it and probably the financial aspect also right but going ahead um, yes there will be a lot of sacrifices but i think that also happens in a corporate job that you have right so in which ways if you are trying to kind of uh, climb up the corporate ladder you are going to put in 15 18 hours of efforts right so might as well put that in a startup and right. have something of your own at right. the end of the day so right okay excellent advice Can you tell us a bit about your co-founders and how did you meet them? And the second part of the question is how can would-be founders meet co-founders? Got it. So Sanjay was a common friend mm-hmm. among all of us. So mm-hmm. he knew Mani from IIT Bombay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knew Jobin. Uh, they studied together. Mm-hmm. And Sanjay's mom and my mom were very good friends. Okay. So he was kind of uh, uh, based out of Kerala mm-hmm. at that point, and mm-hmm. I was based out of Bombay. Mm-hmm. So our moms are the common connect. Okay. So he reached out to me and discussed the ideas, and then I said, "Okay, let's kind of uh, sit back and start off with something." Okay. So that's how we kind of met and started off. Okay. Okay. 
so the tip that i can have is you know kind of reach out to your friends who are really good mm-hmm. uh, with whom you can really work on and lean on when you re- require um, you know support okay. maybe financially and most importantly emotionally when you are launching and running a startup right what about all these there are a lot of sites these days which kind of you can post that okay i need a cto i need a co-founder etc etc so do you kind of thing that's uh, that will work out because you don't I'm not sure I'm not sure because I've not tried it uh-huh. but um, if you want to gel well with a person and all you need to know that person for some time right and uh, don't try to get this wannabe co-founders right I think they'll be the biggest uh, bottlenecks okay uh, uh, in your startups so okay. pick up someone from your network whom you know well right. or kind of start off alone right scale it up to some extent right and reach out to the best in the industry and get them on as co-founders right okay so okay. rather than just okay cool. getting in someone okay excellent is there a daily ritual or a morning ritual that you follow can you share it with myself and our listeners so typically what i do is um, so i look after sales and marketing in my firm mm-hmm. so typically morning when i come in the first thing i do is talk to all my guys spread across india mm-hmm. understand where we are standing and this is like everyday uh, ritual okay talk to them find out uh, what's happening mm-hmm. uh, that takes me around 2 hours okay to reach out to all the guys help okay. uh, plan out a day okay and then i check my mails clear up all the pending things mm-hmm. especially the urgent things the right. other things are kind of put on hold okay and um, i think that helps me a lot because initially when i started off there was a lot of confusion around you know addressing uh, minor problems okay and i should waste a lot of time around that okay but uh, later on i started realizing that you know mm-hmm. uh, prioritize your time well prioritize okay so i took the keyword as prioritize okay and what about from a personal front do you have any activities that you do on a daily basis maybe workout or yeah so i go for morning walks okay so it kind of helps me clear up my mind and think ahead for the day okay, okay. so that's a time i get alone for myself and right. uh, helps helps me plan out better okay excellent can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known i kind of watch a lot of um, startup videos okay so that's what i do instead of watching a movie or a okay movie. um what do you say a series okay so i think that also helps a lot okay so that's start, start up videos in the sense uh, you mean ted Did, talks or uh, it is basically so one of the things that i refer to is pando daily okay so you find all the top uh, entrepreneurs uh, especially the successful ones talking and giving a lot of tips on uh, uh, how things worked out for them their story okay so you kind of pick up a lot of things from that discussion okay how 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 big are these videos are they short videos big videos yeah this They no, they are actually one two hour videos. Okay. So I can kind of watch it in uh, what do you say twenty uh, twenty uh, minutes uh, okay. slots. Okay. Okay. So instead of watching a movie, you would rather spend time on this. Yeah. You see, in a movie also you get a story and stuff like that. <laughs> Here you get a much better story and a life story. Life story. So I enjoy it. Okay. Okay. And would you say this is kind of uh, almost as good as the movie stories? it depends on the individual who is watching <laughs> it so he can probably value it much more than a movie right uh, and i think those guys will be the right guys who will kind of um, scale up and become successful right okay excellent now what is the best advice somebody has given you or alternatively best advice that you have heard 
at this stage you know one of the best advice that i got is kind of focus on priorities mm-hmm. have the priorities set out very clear mm-hmm. focus and work towards that otherwise you'll get lost in this journey of entrepreneurship you'll right. have 100 different things to do right and if you don't prioritize well um, right nothing will happen right so 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 just building up on that uh, would you say prioritize like top 3 top 5 top 10 it could go on right or, yeah, or just one it will be on real time basis to be very fast so you will have probably a, a most important client pissed off on one of the smallest issue right um so it's better to address that and ensure that uh, mm-hmm. you're kind of fixing that mm-hmm. and probably reach out to the client yourself mm-hmm. as a founder okay to ensure that the client is well taken care of okay um rather than focusing on you know daily stuff that you kind of do so. okay okay because i was just uh, reading this book uh, called the one one thing okay i think it's by tim ferris if i'm not mistaken and the tip that he gives is focus on the one thing that you can do today and at the moment which makes all other things irrelevant yeah that's absolutely right and um as an entrepreneur what i realized is you know when you are kind of pushed on with hundreds of things you'll try to do 60 things but none of them will be 100% complete right instead of that try and do 20 things which will be 100% complete right so. right excellent okay we are almost halfway through the questions um now startups come with a lot of pressure so can you give us some tips on how we can handle pressure when things aren't going well yeah so um and typically in a journey of startups there will be a lot of ups and downs right. um, and maybe both of them will be momentary right but what i've noticed is successes are momentary and uh, the downfalls mm-hmm. will be a little extended uh, journey so the way you can handle pressure is um, like i said earlier right prioritize the things which will become a bottleneck for you right going forward for the company going forward right address those issues focus on them and move on to the next task okay so that takes off a lot of pressure and um, and don't get too bogged down by things okay like it happens oh, shit happens you can't help it right so focus on the next thing that what you can do better and right. kind of take it from okay excellent okay can you tell us about your worst entrepreneurial moment and how did you turn it around and the lessons you learned from that experience so no, probably not the worst moment and probably it kind of happens in product companies right so in one of the demos is one very important client uh uh-huh. um the what do you say uh we had some changes in the server that we had just pushed on okay. and because of that there were some disconnects okay. in the product okay because of which the product didn't work well in the client demo in which there were around 12 people okay and i kind of lost the client um, the client was quite pissed off okay. and uh, they had this mentality that indian startups will probably not match up Okay. Okay. So, so, so this was a non non Indian. It was an overseas uh, client. No, it was an Indian client. It was an Indian. Okay. With the belief that uh, okay. Indian products don't work, kind of work. Okay. So I lost that client for eight months. Um, um, nothing happened with that client. Right. But um, then I reached out. I showed them. You know, like look what's happening in the industry. We are working with so much. It did happen, and I admitted it. It's a it's a problem. The reason why it happened. Right. and then they gave us an opportunity again and um, then we kind of converted them okay so what i realized from the whole experience is it's better to be upfront and honest right and um, yeah and be kind of well prepared when you land up okay so so that that story seems slightly strange to me because just because of a goofed up demo the clients got so pissed uh, yes because uh, 
see the problem is first of all uh, especially in india mm-hmm. uh, they don't want to work with startups okay although they kind of talk a lot about startups mm-hmm. it's very difficult to get in so we are into enterprise business right so enterprises are very um, finicky about uh, something going wrong right so they are very scared to put the step ahead right and uh, some of the early adopters who do that mm-hmm. and they see a small uh, goof up mm-hmm. it kind of we lose their trust right right so uh, then what we realized is you know it's better to be upfront honest tell them that look uh, these are things that is in development this is the road map that we have right and we are going to fix it by so and so date so it kind of helps right right so i i find that to quite uh, uh, weird because i've worked in big corporates and uh, goof ups happen all over See, the place yeah, and yeah. people just laugh about it you mm-hmm. know and and they say that if goof ups don't happen then something is wrong you know so i i really one thing so if a goof up happens in an sap or an oracle product right you don't realize it's a goof up right you don't realize it's probably a bug that is that just happened right. you'll probably report it thinking that you didn't understand the product well right but when it's a startup right um and a growing startup right you kind of think that you know um uh you know it all right and the product is at fault right right and in probably uh, 40% of our cases it's the client's understanding of the product that made made him feel it's a bug right rather than uh, you know so then we go back and explain to them look you have not understood it well this is how it works right. and then you know they say okay they admitted fine okay so stuff okay cool um what is the future that you envision for telview so we are going global okay and we are trying to change uh, the way recruitment is done mm-hmm. so if you look at recruitment you know um uh, i don't think recruitment process has changed over the last uh, 100 150 years okay. it's the same process where you kind of uh, get a letter in olden days right. from the person right go through the letter kind of meet him across the table right. and then decide whether to hire him or not right i think from that standpoint it has not really changed the letter has become a resume right. you have a fancy term for it right but other than that the whole process remains the same right. you source the candidates from various channels uh, you get the resume right. you meet up with him and then decide whether to hire him or not right so technology can actually bridge a lot of things in this process which right. is not efficient right so that's where we envision that we play a crucial role in changing the way uh, mm-hmm. you change hiring you use social media you use mobile cloud etc right to completely change the way hiring works and right. make it more convenient okay okay so so uh, i'm a bit intrigued so can you take a, take me through the entire process of the hiring so let's say i'm company x and i want to hire some people using telview mm-hmm. now what happens uh, do i get in touch with recruiters do i uh, yes. send candidates directly can you just walk so, us through the flow so basically what happens is we seamlessly plug into their system okay so you are sourcing from hundreds of channels which is fine right all the sources come to telview okay uh, the resumes are shortlisted okay uh, the candidates are invited for an online assessment okay which could be a multiple choice question test okay so 30% of candidates get filtered out there okay then they come to the video interview round okay so you kind of meet you kind of interview only 70% of the crowd okay and in that 70% also you go through the video responses and right. then actually my clients inviting only around 10 15% for a face to face round okay instead of getting the cvs and inviting 30 40% right you're coming down to 10% right and finally you're going to hire the best out of that right so some of my clients right uh, they had a initial face to face conversion of around uh, 12% Okay. That means out of every hundred people they meet, they mm-hmm. hired twelve. Mm-hmm. Right now, their conversion is around sixty-six percent. Be- uh, once they started using Telview, 
uh, and six months after using Tableau, their conversion is 66%. Okay. That means out of every 100 people they meet, they're hiring 66 people. Out of three people they meet, they're hiring two. Right, right. So uh, that's a huge uh, time and cost saving for them. Right. So this is possible because in Tableau, you, the system conducts the interview for you. Right. You check a couple of video responses and they decide whether they're good enough. Okay. You give them a chance to tell their story on video. Okay. So, so is it like the questions are text format and the person needs to say or is there somebody on the other end? Uh, no, the questions are on the text format. Okay. So you can open it on your mobile app. The okay. question is shown in the text format, and okay. then the video responses are captured okay. uh, of the candidate. Okay. And you have just six seconds to respond. Okay. So you can't copy, you can't cheat, you can ask someone else and prepare and come back. Okay. It's just like a spontaneous interview, but okay. probing does not happen to a great extent. Okay. And uh, I think Tanvi touches uh, very much on uh, the body language, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. So everything that you need to know about the candidate is. Uh, Personality, his right. uh, body language, his right. uh, subject domain knowledge, right. um, you know, presentability—all that is kind of captured in the video, and you kind of mm-hmm. come to know. Mm-hmm. So, so working with Talvi for a few years now, three, three and a half years, I think. Uh, is there any tips you would give on body language when candidates are appearing for a video interview? Let's let's say that the candidate is good. Let's mm-hmm. say the candidate is genuine. Uh, what tips would you give if I were to appear for a video interview? Because it might not be tell you there could be 10 other companies you know it might be the future got it so so see in, in video interviews you ensure that you're sitting in a silent environment right your background is pretty much uh, what do you say neat right no, not like luxurious but at least neat right and you have enough lighting on your uh, face right. uh, you know, your hardware is working fine the, right. la- um, the webcam the mic and stuff like that right and uh, preferably uh, be dressed in a formal right. uh, uh, pattern. Right. So that kind of helps and ensure that you have your internet proper, properly connected, then right. a fan or uh, something that is running and kind of causing disturbances. Right. So that kind of helps. Okay. And, and uh, what about body language? Any, any tips? I mean, do you take only the face or it's the full? No, no, you kind of get till the torso. So yeah. uh, you be. So when you're talking to the computer, I do understand people will have some reservations. Right. But be open and talk uh, just like you talk normally. So it kind right. of helps. Right. Okay. Excellent. And you can refer to our blogs to know more about. Okay. This. Excellent. Excellent. We will we will refer to your blog. Uh, so you have some lot of articles. yeah. So we have a lot of tips and articles around uh, how to crack video interviews. Okay. So that kind of helps. Excellent. Okay. Now Talu is quite a mature company. Uh, it's about three and a half years, uh, right? If I'm yeah. not mistaken. And. I know that hindsight is always 2020, but what do you wish you did different when you started out? So when you kind of, so I normally don't delve too much into the past. Right. But um, if you were to ask me, we would have probably uh, um, tried and got uh, more and more early adopters talking in the industry Mm -hmm. really early on. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we didn't do right. Mm-hmm. Talking in the sense, uh, talking to the peer group, talking to LinkedIn, social media about okay. Talview, about okay. stuff. Okay. We did this last year where mm-hmm. we told our clients, you know, now since you like it and you're using it effectively, why don't you talk about us? Mm-hmm. And that kind of gave us a lot of introduction in the industry. We mm-hmm. kind of reached out to a lot more clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that could have been done earlier on also, mm-hmm. so that our growth would have been much faster. So. So why wasn't it done? Isn't it an obvious step? Was there something? So. Yeah, so it was like a chicken and egg game where we are focusing more on the product right? Uh, and waiting for the clients to kind of come in. 
okay so and themselves to kind of experience it experience it and you are kind of waiting for the clients to themselves say wow this is a great product yes. i need to go out and yes, tell yes, the world yes. but uh, in enterprises it's better you go to the client and <laughs> right. kind of talk to right. them right and i think that's a that's a, that's an advice that holds good for any startup right mm-hmm. instead of expecting people to go about uh, trumpeting your, no, so, your yeah. product uh, i think there should be a request maybe if you yes, find the product yes, useful yes, yes. please talk so to so don't shy friend. away from it so uh, if you were to ask me i shied away from it right you know asking them to talk about us right i shied away from it i could have asked the moment i asked so right now my clients tell me you know tom i'm going to write about you guys in linkedin right uh, if you have some uh, link do share it with me i'll kind of post that also right and today we have conversations in linkedin where people are saying you know i want to use video interviews right when do i use right and i have two or three of my clients coming and telling them use tell me we are using that right right and i'm i'm sure those clients if i had requested them earlier on right. they'd have gone all all the way out and kind of helped us out so right okay okay so for for the initial push you definitely need to be shameless yeah okay so kind of that helps you a lot okay and uh, going forward no one will notice that you are shameless at that point so. right okay by the time you would be big enough right so, <laughs> so they would think it's uh, it's pride <laughs> rather than shamelessness so, okay excellent now how can our listeners get in touch with you uh, do you have a linkedin twitter what are you so uh, i'm active on linkedin as uh-huh. well as twitter uh-huh. so they can reach out to me over linkedin and i kind of uh, okay on linkedin we can search for tom tom jose uh, tell you and what about twitter what's your handle on twitter it's at the rate p tom jose at the rate p tom jose tom jose okay excellent okay i just have one final question but before i move on to that i just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners and i'm also very grateful for the value you are adding into the world by means of your company okay and i i think you are doing a great job and you do are doing a great job ram by okay. kind of bridging uh, us and uh, the future entrepreneurs okay thank thanks a lot so with that we move on to the final question so if there is one parting advice that you would give our would be founders what would that be so i would tell them you know kind of start off fast right the more and more you think and more and more logic you add to your idea mm-hmm. um i think it's the idea seems non workable okay so if you look at it uh, it becomes more complex more it? complex if you look at it many undergrads and uh, dropouts are actually performing much better mm mm-hmm. because uh, the more education you have the more logic you have right uh, it it's most basically you become more and more risk averse right so uh, go through your idea talk to a few people right uh, there will be risk right but if you feel that there's a possibility that this can become a you know multi billion dollar thing jump right. on to it right don't hold back right okay excellent advice uh, tom really love it So thank you uh, Tom so so much for your time and it was a real pleasure chatting with you and wish you continued success in your venture. Thanks Sam. Same to you. Thank you. There you have it folks another inspiring story and entrepreneur. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did in producing the same. Please do share this with your friends via the nifty share icons on the show notes page which is at www.foundersgyan.com/ep13. You can also email this link to folks who you think might benefit from this show. Also check out all the top listened podcasts at www.foundersgyan.com/top that is T O P. 
I'll see you all next week with yet another great startup and its founder. Till then, you know what this show is meant to be. I do hope you got inspired and do take action today. Thank you again for tuning in.